So hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Ben Hughes. I'm one of the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, I'm going to reveal exactly why low calorie dieting doesn't work for women over 40 and what you can do instead to drop one to two dress sizes over the next 12 weeks. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. So over the past seven years, we have worked with thousands of women who were trying to lose weight, but were struggling to see results since turning 40. And this this is a massive problem for so many women. And one of the most common dieting approaches that we've seen women trying with varying degrees of success is eating, you know, kind of 800, 1000, 1200 calories per day or less. So essentially very low calorie dieting approaches. And although all of these different approaches um, are probably not the best for your long-term health and long-term results, as I'll explain later on, Some women are able to make some decent progress in terms of fat loss, but most of the time this is women in their 20s and women in their 30s. But for women over 40, so women in their 40s and 50s, it tends to be a different story. So what tends to happen is women might see good results for a couple of weeks, which then come to a screeching halt. They hit a plateau that feels impossible to break and end up stuck choosing clothes to cover up problem areas rather than wearing the things they like. Many women end up losing a stone on the scales and then having it all pile back on again and more faster than they lost it in the first place and just finding it harder and harder to get the scales moving with every new diet that they try. And that can be really frustrating, especially if you're starving yourself on these really low calorie diets, but you're not getting the results that you want. And there's a very good reason that this is not the ideal approach for women in their 40s and 50s. And in today's episode, I'm going to break down exactly why low-calorie dieting doesn't work for women over 40 and give you a step-by-step method to drop two dress sizes over the next 12 weeks without having to starve yourself on or eat 1,200 calories or ban any of your favorite foods. So in theory then, eating less will lead to more weight loss. And this can be the case up to a certain point, especially for younger women, as I said before, in their 20s and 30s, where their body is different. However, this isn't true for many reasons for women who are over 40. So the first problem that this low-calorie dieting can cause is it triggers a large stress response that makes losing weight harder. So your body responds to all different types of stress in the same way. So whether that's you know work stress, family stress, Um, something goes wrong with the house, the leak in the roof, that kind of stress, or whether that's stress from exercise or from the choices that you make with your nutrition, your body responds in the same way. And that way is to increase what's called your cortisol level. So cortisol is your stress hormone. The more stressed you get, the more of this hormone you have going around in your system. So short-term, for short-term acute stress, so you you have a, a stressful event such as you do a difficult workout, This is a positive and then having that release of cortisol can actually help you with your recovery and it can also help you with your losing weight. But the problem comes when you're facing long-term chronic stress, which is more of a negative thing which can lead to two other hormonal changes. So bear with me while I uh, dive into the, the scientific side of things here, but it can lead to what's called leptin resistance. And leptin is one of the hunger hormones, so that means you can end up with increased 
cravings, especially for carbs and especially for unhealthy foods. And it can also lead to insulin resistance, which makes your body more likely to store fat, especially around the middle. And the third thing it can lead to is what's called thyroid deregulation, which essentially means it slows down your metabolism. So starving your body actually stresses the body and increases cortisol levels significantly, which triggers this stress response. And as you get older, the stress response becomes bigger and lasts for longer. And if you compare women and you compare men, as women get older, this increase in stress response is three times greater than it is for men. So women really, really need to take this into account and be really, really careful. Because what this can lead to is it can lead to making it much, much harder to stick to eating the right types of foods. If you're constantly hungry because your, hormone, your hunger hormones are all over the place, it can lead to you having worse results due to slower metabolism and due to not being as consistent with your nutrition. And it can also lead to stubborn belly fat. So your body, if your cortisol levels are elevated, is, has more of a tendency to hang on to stubborn body fat around the middle. So dropping your calories down too far is kind of like driving your car with the accelerator and the brake pedal down at the same time. So dropping those calories down, in theory, should help you to see great results in terms of fat loss. But then all of those other negative hormonal effects that you can get are like pushing the brake pedal at the same time. So you're trying to, you're trying to drive forwards, you're slamming on the brakes, and unfortunately, you're not going anywhere, even though you're putting in like maximum effort to try and make that happen. So the first uh, reason that this doesn't work for women over 40, low calorie dieting, is because it triggers a large stress response that makes losing weight more difficult. So the second thing, the second problem that you may run into is if you eat a very, very low calorie diet, this can disrupt your hunger hormones for up to a year or more afterwards, and then that can lead to you regaining all the weight that you lost. So the two key hunger hormones are leptin, which controls your feelings of fullness, and one called ghrelin, which controls your cravings for certain foods. So researchers found that these are disrupted for over a year after doing a very low calorie diet, even if you did the diet for just a couple of months. So you, 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 know, you do that short-term diet, you see a bit of weight loss, but then for the next year, you're gonna be feeling more hungry than you usually are, which I mean, you can imagine, it's, it's easy to regain all of the weight you lost and more in 12 months compared to the, the weight that you would have lost in the first place in that one month of dieting. And a good way to look at this, it's a bit like a payday loan. So it's like getting that quick result initially from cutting your calories right down, but then you're gonna have to pay for it many times over in the long run. So there's all those, those loans out there which have you know thousands of percent interest on them. It's just like that. If you, if you chase those short-term results, nothing really comes for free. So you chase those short-term results, you're very, very likely to regain the weight and regain even more weight in the future. So the second problem you may run into is that low-calorie dieting disrupts your horma, hunger hormones. I was gonna say hormones, and I struggle, struggle with this one, it's like a tongue twister. But low-calorie dieting disrupts your hunger hormones for more than a year afterwards, which then leads to you regaining the weight. The third thing then is that low-calorie dieting leads to muscle loss when you're not eating enough protein and when you're not doing strength training. So a lot of these very low calorie diets, they don't include any exercise. And the reason for this usually is because it's difficult to sustain any exercise when your energy levels are at rock bottom because you're not getting enough calories, not getting enough food coming in. 
So by not doing exercise and by cutting your calories down very, very low, what this means is you'll lose muscle and you'll also lose fat at the same time. So because you're losing muscle and you're also losing fat, it looks like you're seeing loads and loads of progress on the scales in terms of your weight coming down. But in reality, having less muscle mass actually just means that you're going to feel more flabby, you're going to feel weaker, you're going to have less energy, you're going to have a slower metabolism. And, you know, reducing muscle mass is one of the things that happens as you get older. So it's one of the things that you want to try and avoid and minimize as much as possible. So the this second problem then is that if you cut your calories down, it's going to lead to muscle, muscle loss um, and overall... It's not going to leave you looking or feeling better or looking or feeling the way that you want to feel. So the fourth thing that can happen is cutting down your calories really low can slow down your metabolism. This happens for two reasons. So the first one is muscle loss, as I mentioned previously. So the more muscle you have, the faster your metabolism is. So muscle is a very kind of expensive um, tissue to maintain. So the more muscle mass you have, the more food you can get away with, get away with eating without gaining any weight. Um, and the second thing is that your maintenance calorie amount is variable. So by maintenance calories, we mean kind of the amount of calories you need to eat to maintain your current weight. And your body is quite clever. So this basically adapts to the amount that you are eating. So if you only eat a little bit less than your body needs each day, your body doesn't really notice. So your maintenance amount of calories, which might be 2000 calories a day, stays the same. And if you eat just a little bit less than that, you know, 1,700, 1,800 calories a day, your body doesn't really notice and your metabolism isn't really impacted even though you're you're focusing on dieting and focus on reducing, reducing calories a little bit. However, if you eat a drastic amount less than your maintenance, your body quickly changes your metabolism basically to stop you starving. So if you cut your calories really low, your body basically says, you know, calories are really low, weight is coming down a bit too quick, um, where your body starts to get worried that you're going to starve and you're just going to waste away to nothing. And the reason for this is the body hasn't really evolved in 10,000 years since we were living in caves and starvation was a real risk at that point. So if your body senses there's not much food coming in, it decides that times are tough and it slows your metabolism down to try and keep you safe and try and protect you and keep you alive. But let's face it, in today's modern world where, you know, there's food is readily available everywhere you turn, this old school kind of survival mechanism is not really necessary. Um, but what it means is you end up slowing your metabolism down. So as a result, if you end up having your metabolism slowing down and down and down and down and down because you're cutting your calories down, you're losing muscle, your body is trying to slow your metabolism down to stop you from starving, you end up having to eat less and less and less and less to see progress. So you have to go lower and lower and lower. So if you start on 1,200 calories quickly, that will be, you know, your metabolism will adjust so that you're not seeing any progress on that amount. And the only way to see progress then would be to go to 1,000 calories or go to 800 calories a day. And there comes a point where it becomes completely unsustainable, where the calorie amount is so low, it's literally not enough for you to survive or not enough for you to have the energy to get through the day and, and do all the things you need to do, like, go to work and earn money, for example. Um, so these kind of drastic approaches are completely unsustainable long-term. So the fourth problem is that they slow down your metabolism. So the fifth problem that could happen is you can end up with nutrient deficiencies. So if you eat less food, 
you get less vitamins and minerals coming in, which makes sense. So for example, you know, uh, let's do a simple example. Let's say a piece of fruit, an orange, has a certain amount of vitamin C in it, and you have 10 oranges in a day, which is obviously going to be more calories, you're going to have a good amount of vitamin C. If you instead have half an orange, you're going to get less of vitamin C. So just apply that to everything, fruits, vegetables, uh, protein, all the different food groups that your body needs. Um, the less of them you eat, the less vitamins and minerals you're coming in. If you're, and if your body doesn't have enough vitamins and minerals, that can lead to things like poor energy levels, poor recovery from workouts, which can mean that you're likely to work out less. It can lead to a weakened immune system. It can lead to osteoporosis. Um, so yeah, cutting down calories really low can be kind of dangerous in terms of depriving your body of the vital vitamins and minerals that it needs. So, you know, in the, in the pursuit of losing weight, maybe getting healthier, getting fitter, you can actually end up less healthy as a result. Now you can take supplements to avoid this, but I think most people don't really focus on this, but you need to be kind of very thorough to figure out exactly the things you need to take in. To, to keep your, your vitamin and mineral levels at the right level. So the next problem you may run into is that low calorie dieting is very, very hard to stick to. So if you're eating 1,200 calories per day or less, you're constantly gonna be feeling hungry and you're constantly gonna be battling against cravings. And there's only so much willpower that a person has. And if you're constantly fighting hunger and cravings, at some point, you're gonna give up and you're gonna go off track, which can lead to people having weekend blowouts where they just eat good all week and then they eat everything in sight over the weekend. It can lead to late night snacking where you make a good effort in the in the daytime and then it comes to the evening and again, you eat whatever you want. It can lead to just feeling like I'm so hungry, you know, screw it, I'm gonna order a takeaway. And even if you eat 1,200 calories per day, Monday to Thursday, but then if you go completely off track over the weekend and have 3,500 calories over the weekend, which is easily done if you're having alcohol, if you're having chocolates, you're having takeaways, your average calorie intake for the week will be 2,200 calories per day, which is probably for most people too high to make any progress. And if, even if, and if you just eaten a decent amount of food all through the week, not riding that kind of um, binging and starving cycle instead, you're probably gonna make better progress. So the key thing for weight loss is really the average calories you're eating over the entire week rather than how many days you're perfectly on plan. So people often beat themselves up if they go off track. So they'll set themselves this unreal, unrealistic expectation of I'm gonna eat 1,200 calories per day. And then they're like, well, I stuck to that four days a week, which is pretty good, you know, four days up seven, I've done pretty well. But it's not really important. Like being perfect for those four days doesn't really matter. What really matters is that over the course of the entire week, the average amount of food you've eaten has been at the right level. So it's much, much better and much more sustainable to keep things at like a nice reasonable level than to be like some days are really low, some days are really, really high. So uh, next, that problem with the with low calorie dieting is it can be really, really difficult to stick to and really difficult, difficult to be consistent. And the final thing, that's wrong with low calorie dieting is it doesn't really teach you how to stay lean in the long run. So it's not very sustainable. So even if you do happen to see good results, you're not likely to be able to keep them unless you stick to it forever. So if you're eating 1,200 calories or less to get to where you wanna be in terms of results, you're only gonna be able to maintain those results if you stick to that same method. If you just keep eating 1,200 calories 
forever, literally for the rest of your life, which let's face it, most people are not gonna be able to do. So most people tend to just go back to the way that they ate before, but because of all of those negative effects I mentioned before of this low calorie dieting, they go back to how they're eating before, but with less muscle, with a slow metabolism, and also with no knowledge of how to eat a balanced diet that fits into daily life. And all these three factors together mean they quickly regain all the weight that they lost. They end up back at square one, or even bigger than they were before. And then that cycle starts again. It's the next the next diet fad they jump onto, the next low, low calorie diet. They end up in an even worse position again, and it just goes round and round and round. So, what is the solution then? Rather than going on a really low calorie extreme diet, the best thing to do is to just eat the right amount for you. And this needs to take into account your age, your height, your weight, your body fat percentage, your hormones, any other health conditions, your lifestyle. And taking all of that into account, it just needs to be not too much and not too little. And this is unique to you as well. So for example, somebody who's four foot 10 and very, very light compared to somebody who's five foot 10 are gonna need a very, very different approach in order to see the same results. And if you combine that with the right type of exercise, so we recommend for our clients who are all over 40, 40s and 50s, uh, what we call list training, which is low impact strength training. This tends to work best to build lean tone muscle, but also keep stress levels low at the same time. If you, if you can nail those two things, that's gonna give you the best possible chance to see, see really good results. And we see many, many of our clients lose one to two stone every 12 weeks, um, just like our client L did. So her name's not actually L. L is a uh, just the first letter of her name, but she doesn't. She wishes to be kept anonymous. But here's what L said after working with us. She said, before joining Trinity, I was almost 11 stone and dress size 14, bordering 16 on the bottom half. I was very depressed, miserable, floundering, becoming withdrawn and self-conscious. I was unable to play with my grandchildren as I wanted to, being active. I avoided swimming, being in swimwear in the garden, and I was self-conscious when on holiday. I tried RH Fitness, Weight Watchers, Atkins, Low Carb, Intermittent Fasting, Very Low Calorie Diets, and Reducing Calories to 800 per day. The most successful I've been at losing weight and being fit was in my late 30s when I worked every week with a fitness trainer, as well as reducing calories to 1,000 per day. But once I stopped doing this, the weight came back on again. When I first signed up, I was skeptical about my own abilities to stick with the program and to eat the amount of calories and still see results. But since I started, I've lost eight and a half pounds and 23 inches. I'm wearing a size eight on my top half and a size 10 to 12 on my lower half. I'm definitely stronger and working out three times weekly. Feeling like the gym is my place for some me time. I'm feeling like I deserve to have spent deserve to have time spent on myself and putting in the effort into the things I need to do for myself. My family are supportive with my wishes and give me time and space when I make it clear I'm doing this for myself. I can't wait to go clothes shopping and on holiday once lockdown is over. And with better weather coming, I'm looking forward to online shopping for new clothes and I'm definitely able to look through my wardrobe and make choices on what to wear, even though going nowhere in lockdown. Uh, it's mostly the basic stay at home clothes. But yeah, so this client managed to go from, it's amazing, so size kind of 14 to 16, down to a size of eight to 10, just over a 12 week period, without having to starve herself, without having to do this really low calorie dieting, without having to do more than three workouts per week. And if you wanna find out more about the exact approach that she followed and the exact approach we recommend for all women in their 40s and 50s, 
just head to www.fit40info.com and you can see all the details of our Fit Over 40 program, which is the, the program that Elle followed, um, and find out if that could work for you and if that could get you the results that you're after. So hopefully that's been helpful. Hopefully that's given uh, given you some, some great steps you can take to avoid low-calorie dieting going forwards and find what works for you instead. And the key thing is just finding exactly what's going to work for you. So thank you for tuning into, this, into today's episode. Uh, it's been great to have you here. Thanks for listening and I'll see you again next time. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.